Joining us now, she is the number one ranked amateur in the world. She's still in high school. Rose Zhang joins us. Rose, welcome into the golf shop. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you've uh, you've done a lot. Aged, uh, you know, still in high school, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking at your statistics here. I'm just I just pulled it up from the from the ranking in the last 24 events. Two years is how they cover it. 104 weeks. You have seven wins, 14 top finishes, uh, top 10 finishes. You're out there getting it done. Played in the ANA. Played in the U.S. Women's Open. Uh, got the Women's Open coming up again. All mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. U.S. Amateur Champion. Um, how's your schoolwork? I know you just had an exam. <laughs> yes, I did. It's uh, quite tough catching up, but you know I'm just trying to hang in there. <laughs> yeah, and a little weird. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic going on, a kind of a weird Definitely. senior year. Um, is that kind of uh, is winning the U.S. Amateur making up for the fact that it's kind of been like a weird uh, end of junior year, beginning of senior year? Yeah. I mean, I think right now everyone's in a really weird situation, uh, especially with COVID. And um, just, you know, the Woman's Am was my first event in around seven months. Um, So it was my first event of the year. And it was such a great um, week that I will never forget. And, yep. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, usually when we talk to uh, to winners of things like the amateur and stuff that's in match play, um, there's that one match where maybe you didn't have your best stuff, and it's one that you really have to battle to survive. Did you have that in the U.S. Women's Amateur? Yes, I did. Uh, prior to that week, I couldn't really practice because over quarantine, I have overused my left wrist, and... Uh, it caused a lot of strain on it. Um, so going into the event, I didn't know how it's going to play. Um, so, you know, I just had to grind it out on every single shot, every single, and keep myself in the mindset of, um, you know, just playing the best I can. Yeah, and uh, the experience of playing in the uh, in the U.S. Women's Open uh, in 2019, mm-hmm. what was that like? I mean, was it... Was there a part of you that was a little starstruck at being there and you kind of had to pinch yourself a little bit and say, hey, look, I'm here to play in a golf tournament? Yes, for sure. Um, I Going into the U.S. Women's Open was uh, such a dream come true. And it wasn't my first major, uh, LPJ major. My first one was during the ANA Inspiration in 2018. But, you know, I was so grateful to be back and being able to play alongside uh, pros that I always see on TV. And when I was there, I was just amazed by how the course was playing, uh, by how the pros practiced, uh, et cetera. Yeah, that's always a thing too, isn't it? It's how the pros practice. And it seems like there's mm-hmm. a lot more that goes into it than than, uh, you know, you as a teenager, most amateurs even think about doing. I mean, all the different things that they go over, all the different shots they hit, all the work that they do around the greens, the different pin placements. It's They're trying to cover Absolutely. every single base and not just kind of get a feel for the golf course, are they? Yes, it's definitely extremely different. I've learned so much from how they, just from how they prepare. Um, they're their preparation is mostly um, of quality. It's not quantity. Uh, and with the traveling that they have, um, it's super hard. 
um, I can totally understand, um, you know, just coming in feeling so tired uh, week after week. And to have, to see them um, just grinding it out every single week is uh, such a, you know, it's such a motivator for me to have um, since I know how tough it can be. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you played, like I said, you have 24 events in the last uh, 104 weeks for the the amateur ranking. So, you mm-hmm. know, you're out there playing a lot of events as well um, and, and obviously doing a lot of traveling. Um, you know, as you graduate uh, from, from high school, what's next? Is college or do we turn professional? Yes, uh, a lot of people have been asking me that, and I've decided uh, I think that college is a very important step for me in my life. And I think that, um, you know, I committed to Stanford and it would be once in a lifetime experience to um, go to that school and play on the team and just, you know, experience being independent and playing collegiate golf. Well, that's interesting because earlier in the show we talked to uh, Brandon Wu, who's a who was a Stanford mm-hmm. grad as well. Um, you know, and it and it's it seems like um, you know whether you spend you know if you decide to stay for four years or whether you go for a couple mm-hmm. years, I, I think the experience will suit you well. Um, you know, I, I was a walk on college golfer, so I don't have any great experience to tell you, but I do know <laughs> that when I was in school, and you know that you know. The, the guys that I played with at Clemson, I mean, they, they were mm-hmm. weeks where they would play three events in a row. So, I mean, you're missing class, you're traveling yeah. somewhere. So it kind of gets you used to the, you know, having to do the schoolwork, having to do the catch up stuff and, and do it on a, on a larger scale while still trying to, you know, play well for your team, play well individually and, and do all that stuff. So with the yeah. travel involved. So I think it's a great, it'll be a great experience. And I think it's going to be a great experience out there at Stanford because, you know, there's been a few famous people that have gone to Stanford before. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so the question, the next question is, what are you going to major mm-hmm. in? Brandon was an engineering guy. Uh, what's, what's your passion from a schoolwork perspective? Uh, yes, I, I am going in undecided. I don't really know for sure yet, but, um, uh, I definitely know what I'm not interested in, which is in the math and sciences area. Um, so, you know, I was just thinking of doing something like uh, that pertains more to business and just mm-hmm. society in general. So I'm, I don't really know yet, but uh, hopefully I have a little more time to think about it. Marketing's always a good thing. I enjoyed my marketing classes. Yes. My brother was a marketing major actually. Um, and after he graduated college. Um, so he's been doing pretty well <laughs> in the marketing area. Whatever you do, Rose, don't do accounting. I did that in school, did it for 10 years. It's not a lot of fun. <laughs> so a lot of fun to be had in business, not necessarily in accounting. But I want to go back when you were nine years old and that family mm-hmm. friend dropped off the golf clubs and you first started to pick up the game. You've been playing tennis. Was it an initial mm-hmm. spark? Did you know right away, this is it. This is what I want to do. Not really. At the time, I was, you know, I was a very normal kid. I liked to do anything that was uh, daring and dangerous. <laughs> um, but I, I think it was more of um, I just liked hitting the ball, <laughs> and I felt like, oh, it seems like a pretty fun sport to try out. And my dad was like, okay, you can try it. Um, you know, we'll just. You know, play around, have a couple lessons, and see how everything goes. 
so from there, I just fell in love with, you know, how um, you had to think a lot in the game, uh, how you still had to, um, you know, perform physically with uh, technical uh, areas in your in your swing. So, you know, I think it was more of the mental aspect that brought me into the game. Again, we're talking with Rose Zhang, who is also uh, the Mark McCormick medal winner as the top female uh, ranked golfer in the world. And uh, as we've been talking about being ranked number one, seven wins, um, you know, what we we ask professional players all the time, you know, when they look back at their career, and obviously yours isn't mm-hmm. isn't that long, but I mean, you know, you still had some good wins. I mean, what which of the which win stands out to you the most? Is it your first one or is it or is it your last one? What what kind of is the big one for you? The big one. Um good question. You know, I mean I is think, it, it I think is it one that I made mean, you feel like you arrived? You know, hey, I can beat anybody now. You know that that drives you to winning a U.S. Amateur. Those kind of things. Yes, uh, I tend to like to um, stay low and just you know keep improving. Every single win that I have, um, my dad and I would just come back and we would evaluate how I played. Um, sometimes, like my dad, when we um, go back to the hotel after I won, he'll be like. Rose, your putting kind of sucks. And I'm like, okay, thank you for telling me that. <laughs> but um, it's more of like every single win that, you know, I have, I just feel extremely blessed. Uh, and, you know, I've really just, I think it's more of the overall wins for me. I can remember every single uh, memory from each win. So, it's more of the little memories of each win that, you know, driven me to keep going. Well, that's good. Yeah, we've talked about on the show before, To, uh, to as long as it stays fun, it stays fun. Uh, when yes. it becomes a, a bit of a job, sometimes it gets tedious. So uh, always keep that in mind. But, you know, so as you as you look to move, and I'm assuming you've got some uh, things like the U.S. Open coming up, but as you, as you kind of head through the rest mm-hmm. of the schedule, finishing up, uh, you know, high school and heading to college and thinking about a professional yes. career, obviously, down the road, what are the things that you feel like that you have to continue to work on? Is it an all-around thing, or is there something in particular that you'd like to improve on that says, look, if I can do this and this, I can mm-hmm. I can go compete with all of those stars that I've got to play with in a couple of professional events. Yes. Um, well, I think it's just uh, in general. I believe that you know whatever you do on and off the course, uh, on like off the course, it would translate on the course. So I just think that you know as long as I manage myself overall in you know academics in um, my social circles, you know, I think that uh, I can continue to uh, try and improve in my golf game. So I think it's more of, I think one thing I would like to improve on would be, you know, just time management in general, since um, I'm going to, I know I'm going to be even more busy uh, in college and, you know, I have to uh, prepare myself in the best way possible to eliminate, um, any like busy time that I have. So um, I think that's about it. But, you know, I do think that time management is very important, especially when you turn pro um, and when you go to college. Uh, So I think that's a life skill everyone needs to have. 
Oh, yeah. Certain, certainly you'll learn that in college, and then you'll have to manage your time on your own. I mean, at least when you're in college, you've got other players and, uh, you know, schedules, and uh, they'll set up all your classes in the morning, and you go play golf mm-hmm. in the afternoon and practice in the afternoon. So you have that set up for you, but I think it's a good, a good transition that you'll begin to learn. And, and uh, you know, obviously, as you, as you go down that path, I mean, there's going to be plenty of things to do, um, you know, plenty of college events to play in, and, you uh, it's interesting. A couple of weeks ago, and Bill, who did we talk to that uh, mm-hmm. I, I made the comment that he had won? Uh, you know, he was Tiger esque, and he he disagreed with me. I said, "Well, you've won a bunch of time in college, and that makes you Tiger esque." Was John Pack? Yeah, John Florida Pack, State, Florida oh, State. John. <laughs> yeah, you know, he had won a bunch of times in college, and I compared mm-hmm. him to Tiger. I said, "Tiger won a bunch of times in college," and he was like, "Good point." So you know, it's all about perspective. You go out, you win a bunch of events in college. And, you know, you've done things that Lydia Ko didn't do because Lydia Ko didn't go to college necessarily. So, you know, you can jump right out there and do all those things. But, uh, you know, I really appreciate you taking some time with us. Um, You know, as far as your fall schedule here, what is the schedule for you? What do you got coming up? Yes, um, my next event would be uh, during Thanksgiving week, and that would be the Rolex Tournament of Champions. Uh, So, and then after that, I have the U.S women's open and i that should be it for the year well from what i've researched on the weather at the u.s women's open down in houston Mm -hmm. in a december time frame uh pack pack clothes where it can be you know in the 70s pack clothes where it can be in the 50s pack Mm -hmm. clothes where it can be wet (laughs) because <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feeling you're going to see maybe all four seasons during your practice rounds and tournament rounds so it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch I mean I I don't know if you like playing in it I mean I like from a fan's perspective I kind of like seeing a little bit of wild weather and once in a while mm-hmm. I know as golfers we don't like wind necessarily a little bit of rain never seems to bother us but when we start yeah. getting cold and wind we don't like that do we <laughs> not the best conditions to play under <laughs> <laughs> well rose it sounds like you have a great head on your shoulders uh and props to your family for for uh, for raising you right and good luck to you and congratulations so far and we'll be watching thank you so much <laughs> thanks a lot rose have a good one thank you you too